It's time to save your progress and tune in. Multiple Nerdgasm presents Save File with your hosts, Luke and Hannah. This week, I'm going to need your help. I need to work out what the meaning of indefinitely means because I thought it meant that something's not happening forever, like indefinitely cancelled. Project is indefinitely stopped. I will help you, young Luke. He's not actually that young. But first, you must tell me my name. Hannah. There we go. <laughs> I was asked week if I had been killed <laughs> after last week's episode. And no, 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 no. I have no, not. No, 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 no. I will be if I keep doing it, though. Yes. I think that's the thing. Frankly, it's insulting. I just... I'm... I get your name right, and you don't even wear your name tag anymore. It's I, called being thoughtful. I don't use people's names often. That's a lie. You're always talking to the cats and calling them by a million nicknames, and you get those right. I use nicknames, not their names. And I don't know, for some reason, if I've been drinking... Or existing. Existing. <laughs> I get words muddled, and you become Erin instead of Hannah. That that doesn't sound better. <laughs> I don't mean anything by it. I apologise. Well, let's I'm- just say you don't have an indefinite amount of time to fix this <laughs> issue. <laughs> so, But the reason I want to talk about indefinitely, there's, I've seen it used a few times over this last couple of weeks. One was uh, Techland, the, the developer of a game that's coming out that I'm looking forward to, Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. They've come out and said, hey, guys, sorry, we were hoping to release spring 2020. Not looking good now. We've had to push it back. We'll come back and let you know once we've got more information. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem... To me, that's okay. They're still working on it. They never gave a firm date anyway, but they're saying, look, we're slipped. It's going to be a bit of a longer wait. I think that's fine. A lot of sh- uh, news articles I was reading has, they've indefinitely put this on hold, and I'm... Well, that's correct. Well, because there is not a definite time frame given. Yeah, but no, I think I find it Indef- misleading. Indefinitely just means there's no given time frame. Really? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's not happening, like, ever. That's called cancelled. But that's the way I see indefinitely. Like, there's, there's, it's never going to happen. So this isn't really an issue with you understanding the meaning of the word. You've just listened to it, decided you don't like it, and would like to substitute an alternate meaning that makes more sense in the world of Luke. Well, yes, because I just feel indefinite just feels very firm, like that's it, like n- never It's happened. the opposite of firm. It's the most fluid term because there's no consequences or timeframes or anything around it. It's just indefinite. But no, no, that, I don't like it. I, I prefer if, if you're doing stuff like this, because I did the same thing with Obi-Wan, yep. the Obi-Wan series. It's, this one's a bit, they sent everyone home from... Recording because evidently the script needs some rework, mm-hmm. and that's indefinitely put on hold as well. Yeah, they're just reworking the script. That's not cancelled. Then they should become better project managers and give a time frame. But they, if they don't know it yet, then you can say things like, mm, "Where it's an estimated time." That's blah, blah, blah. that's a lot better than indefinitely, because that to me it's confusing, Luke, and I don't like it. I don't like being confused. It happens a lot. <laughs> if only there was a way this could be prevented. I don't think there is. It's just how it's got to be. Can't put a time frame on it. Nah. I'm indefinitely going to be confused. Are you pretty? You sound pretty definite about it, though. I am. Yeah. 
Now you've said the word too many times, it doesn't feel right. Oh, that lost meaning a while ago. Yeah. So it it is just me then that's confused and annoyed by this then? Probably not just you, but you and your kind. I I just find that they're trying to make it sound a lot worse than it actually is. They probably don't want to get hopes too high. You know how rabid fans can be if no, there's delay after what, what, delay. That's the thing. They're not saying it's indefinitely delayed or put on hold or anything. They're saying, hey, it's on hold. We're going back. It's People reporting on it are saying indefinitely, and I think they're doing it for, like, the catchy headlines oh. to get people to click. It's clickbait. That's clickbait. That's clickbait, okay. and I don't like it. You don't like clickbait? No, I'm against it. You've never clicked on a clickbait. I do, and it annoys me. Because you, you do know there's that Twitter campaign where people, like, fight against clickbait by tweeting the most clickbaity titles and then explaining what exactly happens in the story so you don't have to click through to find out. See, that's better. Because there, there are websites now that the whole thing, you know those websites that will be like, you'll never guess what this person looks like now, and then you have to click through 50 pages to get to no. Yeah, that's what that anti-clickbait campaign and Twitter feed is for. Yeah. No, I don't want that. Just tell me what they look like and let me move on with my life. Are you really that interested, though? No, I'm really not. It's only when I'm bored. Then stop clicking. You're I... feeding them. <laughs> that's how you feed the people. I don't like feeding people. I feed me, you, and the cats, and that's it. Yes, visitors to our house are often disappointed. <laughs> well, you, me, the cats, and our listeners I feed with knowledge. Or shit I make up. <laughs> it's pretty similar sometimes. I know. Sometimes I I don't think I quite make stuff up, but I think I mishear something or misread something, and then I turn it into a fact. My favourite one is when I've told you something, and then you tell it back to me a couple of days later as if you're the one who came across it, and then you get a bit snarky if I'm just like, yes, Luke, I remember because I told you. that, And you're like, no, I learnt this all by myself. Mm-hmm. I did. I learned lots of things. Okay. When I learn things, it does push other stuff out of my head, though. Like, my head is full. There's no room to is just add you, stuff. Is this why you still resent the new Carmen Sandiego series on Netflix? Because it accidentally taught you things? Yeah, and then I f- lose other things that might be important. Like the capital of Ecuador. E. <laughs> I'm great at getting capitals right. Capital city. Yeah, you asked me what the capital of Ecuador was, and I said E. And now I'm asking you for the capital city of Ecuador. Who knows that? Ecuadorians? Maybe. Probably. Uh, uh, most people, you ask what's the capital of Australia, they say Sydney, so... Speaking of all things Australian, mm-hmm. it is the Australia Day long weekend. It is. Happy Australia Day, everyone. I spent the entire long weekend indoors. I haven't left the house. Yep. Drinking French beer. Okay. Uh, you're still doing better than a poor woman up in Harvey Bay, though. What happened? Uh, unfortunately, she passed away during a lamington eating competition. That's a thing? Yes. As you know, Australia has many amazing Australia Day traditions, including cockroach races. Mm-hmm. Um, Crab races, frog races. We, we do a lot of races. A lot of racing. There's of some com- weird things. There's some um, competitive eating. Mm-hmm. Um, ordinarily, this would be along the lines of a hot dog or sausage sizzle competition. But that's not Australian. Uh, sausage sizzles are. That's pretty Australian. Yeah, but you, do- you wouldn't eat like a like hot dogs are different to sausages. They are okay. okay. Hot dogs go down a lot smoother and faster than sausages. I I don't want to know how you've learnt this or I- what other foods you've apparently been deep throating. <laughs> 
Gotta give everything a try once. Do we? Why Do not? We? I hope that's not what the the poor Lamington lady thought. So what was what happened to her? Um, she had a seizure while eating one of the Lamingtons. I think allegedly she was poisoned by who? Big coconut. <laughs> Someone was out to get her. Yeah, and yeah, they got her. That's okay. the whole theory I've got from the the three lines that I know about this story. It was somewhere Lamington eating competition, and yep. it was a lady. Yeah, just murdered. Have you accidentally resurrected Cripple Crimes but on the wrong podcast? Maybe. <laughs> cripple Crimes is great where I tell people how I'd commit the crime. Okay, how would you take out a woman competing in the Lamington competition? Well, they've gotten away with it, so I don't need to improve upon that. Oh, okay. Like, if they got caught, then I'd have to come up with more ideas. Okay. But so this sounds pretty reasonable but, way. Okay. I know you've played a lot of assassination games in yes. your life. So, scenario, you have to take out someone in just any form of competitive eating competition, but you need to make sure you're taking out the right person. How do you do it? Um, well, you get their, their table set up, so you get them have all nameplates on it, so okay. you, everyone's going to sit at a particular table. Now, you think I would poison the food, but I'm not. You're poisoning the table? No. I would sabotage their chair. Okay, how? So I'd make it loose. Yeah. So when they sat down yeah, and then they went back, it would fall back and they'd fall back off the stage. Yeah. Onto some spikes. And no one's going to notice the spikes. No, no. Okay. They're just, like, they're just there. What if they've got really good reflexes? Then, well, that, I can't, you can't really do anything else on that day. You need to accept that that, that what attempt has failed and move if, on. What if they're just a really heavy person and the weakened chair just collapses beneath them? Well, this is the problem. When you're trying to make something look like an accident, yeah. the, things can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so you because you're trying to make it look like something went wrong, yeah, and sometimes that will go wrong and it, you won't get the desired outcome. But that's the risk you're taking by making it look like an accident. And there you are, the fool who's just stuck a spike pit. This is why I don't charge a lot for my assassinations. This is why you don't assassinate, you are not an assassin. Well, there's also that I'm not an assassin, but if I was, I wouldn't charge a lot. No, because everything you learnt was mostly from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and I can't do that wall climbing, running on the roofs thing anymore. Or Too the old stealth for that. mission with a boat. <laughs> hey, I did that stealth mission on the boat. With a ship. I think that's in the f- two or three of the games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand that. A ship is not stealthy. You tell everyone on the boat to shut up and you just get on with it. I guess this was in the day before radars. Yes. And if everyone's quiet and you've got all the lights off, and you're on the ocean with a lot of men running around singing, they're not really going to hear you. What do you mean a lot of men running around singing? Well, in the Assassin's Creed game, that was something yeah. I quite liked. They sing sea shanties as you're moving along. So you think all men at sea just sing sea shanties? Yes. Wasn't your father in the Navy? Yes. Ask him. He sang sea shanties all the time, I'm sure. I just have so many questions. <laughs> well, they're for him, not me. I wasn't there. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to drop this line of inquiry now because it's just just too many questions. If you want, I'll try and organise it and we can bring him onto the podcast and ask him at no, a future date. No, because he told me once one of the greatest skills he took out of the Navy was being able to iron things very well. Yes, I wish you would iron my stuff. <laughs> I've got a basket of ironing I need to do right there. It's staring at me, taunting me. Well, if you take stuff directly out of the dryer and put it on coat hangers, you don't have to iron it. Yeah, I know, but really lazy. This is true. 
You've just created more work for yourself. I need to work out how to pay someone to do it. It's very easy. You hire an ironing service. Yes, but I also I don't want to have to take it to them. They've got pick-up and drop-off ones now. I need that to happen. Okay. H- how do I make that happen? Do I tell you? You Google mobile laundry or mobile ironing service, and then they take care of that for you. Why up. would you tell me? How is that going to solve your problem? Well, if I tell you, you could do that part, and I could, my problem solved. Don't, <laughs> don't just stare at me. <laughs> I want Steph back on so we can talk about <laughs> emotional labour in households. Emotional what? Let's move on because I'm getting quite annoyed at that particular line. So, you've been playing a lot of games this weekend. What games have you been playing? This is a games podcast. Tell me about your games, not your ironing troubles. (laughs) So, this week, uh, uh, a game that I've played before, A Plague Tale, Innocence, that was actually released as part of Xbox Game Pass on Windows 10. Is this part of a promotion with the coronavirus? No. Okay. I think this is announced before it might be it's good cross promotion yeah yeah coronavirus so, has hit sydney now by the way i think three people have been diagnosed four and they've shut down shanghai disney they have that's the best time to go it's not open though but if they open it just for me and i don't have to line up but luke there'll be no staff there you can't go on any rides no no it's okay i just need donald there donald won't be there no, but he's wearing a suit so he'd be fine He's wearing a little Navy man suit. We'll get him a little mask. Then Donald can just take me around and we go on all the rides together. Donald's a bird. Birds pick up these kinds of viruses much more easily than people. You're saying he started it? No. He's not been sleeping around? No, apparently it was a snake. Snake? Yeah, the virus may have originated in a snake. Did it also originate from a market where they eat weird stuff? Uh, Not quite. There's a live meat market that is coincidentally close to where the virus was first identified. Uh, well, anyway, with a plague tale. Yep. So I've played this before and I really liked it until I get to the point where I've just gotten in the game where I feel it gets a little silly. How does it get silly, Luke? Do anti-vaxxers take the stage? Oh, it's The whole game is really good. That You've got the Inquisition after you and your little brother and it's sort of a stealth mission and there are rats everywhere. And you basically use the rats to sort of progress through levels by rats are scared of light. So if you knock a light out, the rats will go there and they might eat guards. Eat guards? Oh, eat guards. Like there are thousands of rats. Like this is not like, this is crazy amount of rats. But it's just a really nice story. But then it gets up to a point very late in the game where your little brother has magical powers. Okay. And can control the rats with his mind. Yep, that seems reasonable. And I just feel this is where the, the story just goes off the edge a little in the, bit. In the game's defence, you've never had a little brother, so no. you can't speak to whether or not little brothers can develop rat mind control. I think I would have heard of something, though. I don't know. Listeners, if you are a little brother or have a little brother who may or may not control rats. Or you rats, can just control rats. Yeah. You can maybe let us know how it works. You can even dial in. We've figured out how to do that now. But no, it's just a really good story. And I'm enjoying playing through it again. And because achievements. Yeah. That that last three levels of the game where your brother can magically direct rats. Apart from that, I still recommend this game to everyone. Like, go out, play it. And also, it's on Game Pass. So if you can get it on Xbox and win 10 for 15 bucks a month. That's true. I still think it's great. Um, A game I might be going back to that might actually be 
become good again or become good for the first time. Well, that's 76. I thought you'd given up on that. I have. I've uninstalled that. Um, is, they have to also release new tr- uh, achievements with this if I'm going to go back. But That's true. They need to know how to win you over. But they're actually bringing NPCs into the world. Finally. Which. You hate other people in games. Well, that was the thing that I really didn't like about Fallout 76 was the world was empty. Yeah. Which it is. Like after a nuclear war, like the world is empty. But. You come across settlements and things, and there's people out there. It's it's playing a numbers game. Like, surely you can't be the only survivor. There'd be others. But then when Fallout 76 came out, it was only you. And all your missions from cassette tapes or computers Mm -hmm. or robots, there was no actual interaction, which Mm -hmm. I thought was missing. But they're actually releasing NPCs now, and there's going to be different factions, which is what should have happened at the start. Mm Mm-hmm. They must be making enough money for them to still be doing stuff like this. So they haven't abandoned it. Or they're finally listening to your podcasts. Maybe. You've been very clear on this point. You offer a lot of good ideas. And if people listen to me, their stuff gets a lot better. That's true. Like I'm telling you, all Disney have to do for their next series. Yep. Not not Obi-Wan. Not definitely not Boba Fett. Give me X Wings. Yep. Cross with Battlestar Galactica. That's I mean, a, that series. That's a bold crossover. Like the spirit of Battlestar the Galactica spirit of Battlestar or Galactica. like actual Captain Adam is coming back. No, what I'd like to see, and I spoke <gasps> about Battlestar this, Galactica as a spin-off of the Clone Wars. Sort of. I'd prefer to see it in part of the Rebel Alliance, so part of A New Hope. That would make more sense, actually, canonically. So sort of more of that, like, guerrilla warfare. Mm-hmm. So you've got, like, a sh- one star cruiser that's got, like, a squadron of fighters and then, because then with it being guerrilla warfare and stuff, you sort of, you the stakes are higher. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, yeah, we've got an army, our people are dying. No, it's going to be about the squadron and people coming and going from that. And I think it could really work. And if they set it in the, the New Hope era, when sort of they don't have a lot of people, I think it's the best way to go. Do you think we can get Starbuck in for some cameos? Probably. I'm not sure what she's doing these days. I know. She does a few cameos and things. I think so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not saying a direct crossover battle. I just think that style. <laughs> in, in spirit. In spirit. I think that would really work. You mean a great sweeping story against the expanse of space? Yeah. It's just crazy enough to work. I actually started watching Battlestar Galactica again today. I watched the, the prequel movie. Caprica? No, no. This is set after Caprica. Oh, so it's basically, okay. It's for Captain... Admiral Adama, it's when he mm-hmm. beco- first becomes a pilot and how he sort of up there. Not the greatest. Doesn't need to be. But it was okay. But I actually do want to watch Battlestar Galactica again. That's why this popped into my head. I really think it can work. And Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, just bring me on. Yeah. I can fix this for you. He's got time. I really um, do. Although your time's not cheap. No, no. I, I do like to get paid for my time. Yeah, not just that, but... I think you're going to have some very special things in your rider. For example, you will, of course, need to work in the same building as Donald. Yes. Non-negotiable, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You will need to visit all the Disneylands. Yes. And, and I don't want to have to wait in lines. No lines. No lines. No lines for Luke. No, I, I want to be treated like better than celebrities get treated when they go to Disneyland. Oh. Like, because when they go, they get someone who takes them to each ride and just walks them straight in front. 
You want to just be treated like Donald. You want Donald's minders to walk you around. I want Donald to come on the rides with me. I don't know if Donald can. Why not? He's a bit tall. Yeah, it's always over the height restrictions. Yeah, but sometimes he can be too tall. I'm, I'd be more concerned about how wide he is. Are you fat shaming well, Donald? I'm not fat shaming Donald. <laughs> I just say some of those rides, the seats aren't exactly the biggest, even though they're meant to fit Americans. Oh, it's just getting worse. <laughs> What's next, Luke? They couldn't find a pair of pants big enough for Donald, and that's why he's nude. He, don't, he doesn't wear pants, and that's something me and Donald have in common. We don't like wearing pants. Another thing you and Donald have in common is you are trendsetters. Yes. Everyone steals my style. Yeah. Um, as some avid listeners may know, especially poor Darcy, who witnessed this in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a couple of years ago at PAX, Luke, what cosplay were you rocking? I was Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And what made this a particularly good portrayal? Um, I think it was the hair. I think it was your refusal to walk anywhere. Well, I was in a wheelchair at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, and, it, and so works well because I have a tail yeah. and I'm not walking, so it worked out great. Yeah. Um, but what we've discovered is that some brilliant Canadian men have started becoming Merbies. What's Merbies? B is apparently by B um, is apparently like their local slang for a guy, so it's like a merman, but like a mer guy who lives from around the area. Okay, it's their way of raising money for various things and essentially just being men expressing their masculinity in different forms. See, I'm okay with this type of stuff if people want to take my style and do something with it or something I've started, but just give me some credit. Well, they have raised a lot of money for various I don't charities. They don't have to give me the money. Just say. As inspired by Luke. What, just get that tattooed on them? That'd be nice, but they don't have to get that (laughs) tattooed. But just, you know, in the small print when they're giving, yeah, we came up with this idea because of Luke, and I think it's fine. I think think other people have been mermaids and mermen before you. Yeah, but I made it look good. Okay, that's true. We do have a shot of you as a booth babe, as a mermaid sprawled across a Forza car. Yes, we do. So, yeah, I I do all the Hipsters came from me. They actually did. They really did. Okay. I was the original hipster. And I wasn't a hipster. It's just because I wanted to start wearing suits to music festivals. Mm-hmm. And then it mutated from there. Yes, Luke, the first man in a suit at a music festival. Well, think about it. It's Australia in, like, 35 to 40 degree heat. Yeah. And I'm walking around in three-piece suit. I'm just saying Johnny Cash wasn't known for his casual wear. But also, it wasn't like it was a nice three-piece suit either. A lot of times, none of the pieces matched. That does sound more like you. <laughs> they might have been the neil. Sometimes they were like the same shade yeah. of brown yeah. or whatever colour was wearing, but not the same. The nineties and two thousands grunge look where that was a thing. It was, it was your time. It was just so easy. And now, now we're entering into a new decade. The twenties. Love Luke, the twenties. Let's end this podcast pretty soon with you giving us your 2020s fashion predictions. What looks will you launch this year that you think are going to take off? Honestly, I think what I can get to come back this time is orange. Just the colour orange? Bright orange. I think I can bring that back again. Okay. Are you going to do a tie-in promotion with the Netherlands when they do King's Day? Maybe. Yeah, that's in early May and the whole country goes bright orange. Remember during the Olympics... Yep. I had this awesome orange shirt, and I met some people from there, and we had a great night because they saw me wearing orange. <laughs> Which Olympics? Uh, 2000. Okay, so it's been 20 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> How old am I? 
No! Oh my god, why did you do that to me?